Robots Radio presents Rated M for Mature. Welcome back, everybody, to the Download Weekly Gaming News. I am the one and only biggest catechist, Jameson. Oh, God, that was so good. And uh, I am the uh, Mothicus Gusicus, Brenna. This doesn't have the same flow. It didn't really. We need, we need to work on yours. Yeah. I don't know why, but when I, th- when I was trying to think of yours, I thought of Mothra. I was trying to think of different ways to pronounce mother. And I'm like, Mothra. Oh, my God. Have you heard there's a, the moth, Mothman mysteries? Yeah, they, they talk yeah. about it all the time on uh, all the Fallout shows on our network. Yeah, yeah it's a real man. thing, apparently. Well, real fake legend. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back, guys. We are here again. There's it's going to be weird the next couple weeks until we get to like those real November releases because there's just not a whole lot to talk about right now. So, uh, you know, we're going to get weird by Brenda's internet catches up, but, uh, keep checking the website, keep checking the website. Uh, we'll keep posting things on there. We'll be posting some YouTube videos this week, some let's plays. So, uh, check that out. We're, uh, Rated X, Caution like N- NC-17 rated R. rating. It's, it's, it's vocal nudity. Rated yeah. NC-17 for vocal nudity. I was going to say... Sex, rated NC-17 for vulgar vocal nudity, sexual things references, sexual content, language, and mature themes. Uh... Right. <laughs> this show is sponsored by Loot Crate, Gamefly, Green Man Gaming, and NordVPN. This week, we're going to highlight NordVPN. Uh, VPN services, if you're not familiar with them, are a way to protect your internet connection while browsing the dangerous World Wide Web. You can sign up for NordVPN, which is like arguably one of the like top-tier VPN providers. You can sign up through the link in our description you save 60% off a two-year subscription. Pretty damn good deal. Yeah, right? Or if you're one of our listeners, you can watch the yeah. Dodger games in areas that are not available for you as Brenna is repping her Dodger jerseys. I'm going to not blow eh. out my mic, but they'll... I just want to say that's right. That's okay. They'll and lose this again time, anyway. we're not going to have the cheating Astros. It's going to be fantastic. Or announcements and news at the uh, end of the episode a little bit of sad news before we start i had to cancel my playstation 5 pre-order today i know big sad big sad had to make one of them adult decisions and a uh, children's gaming console was not part of the adult decision so uh but not to worry i'll end up picking up one uh after the first of the year once the next wave comes out and there'll be a little bit more games at the start to play so worth it in the long it's not like you don't have a backlog of that playstation too, 4 games but it's that also you need to play. not like i don't have a backlog of pc games that i've just been collecting for years and maybe launch once for 15 minutes and then never play again 
I don't have any of those. Yeah, you got never. I know. No. Plus, I've totally Your library been isn't like 400 Twitch games lately. So, you know, there's that too. I know I'll have to stream sometime while Get we're playing video games because it's going to be really the only way that I can stream. We might just have to mute ourselves, though. Yeah. You're no. It's OK, you can't hear me anyways. I got a voice They're chat ban and Siege for some reason. Dumbass. You did get a voice I'm chat just ban because you're talking about AF. it. Anyway, so not Apparently. really a big topic, but just a really good kind of discussion point. So lately, we've seen this trend in video games towards this live service game model, which means uh, games release and then they continually update the game, adding additional content. The easiest example of this is MMOs, but we've continued to see this. We're starting to see this more and more now with regular games. And it's kind of causing a shift within the industry as players begin to expect this from every game and then get upset when it's not delivered. So, you know, if you remember last year when Apex Legends came out, you know, there was no fanfare, no announcements. It just appeared. They had they paid a bunch of streamers to play it and it was off to a huge success. But literally, immediately, people were like, when are we getting more content? Like, when are we getting more? I want more now. And respect to Respawn for basically telling everybody to F off. That we're going to do things on our Fantastic. own time and things will come. And sure enough, they've stuck to that. And Epic or not Epic. Apex is still, you know, quite a successful game. So I don't right. know. It's yeah. it's definitely something to to keep an eye on because it's not like it's not like, you know, once the game is released, you know, devs can take a breather. It just kind of turns into a never ending develop. Yeah, it turns into a never Management. ending development cycle because they're not only managing the game, yeah. doing bug fixes, patches, you know, things like that. They're also continuously working on new content. So, you know. And it's interesting where you see the distinction of this is a free update and this is a DLC pack. And so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, free updates are great. Like mine, uh, Minecraft does that quite a bit, which is great. Uh, I saw a meme earlier of some German guy who tried to buy like a Minecraft book for his like a birthday for a kid and they gave him Minecraft instead. And so I almost just, I, I am telling the viewers. Tell them. You ruined it. It's over. <laughs> so I know, right? Feel the shame. It was pretty funny. Though, I couldn't, it sounded like it was either German or French. But when he I, yeah, said when know. he it said was... Minecraft with his accent, it sounded like Minecraft. Like I could I could hear yeah. the Minecraft in it. <laughs> like, but my favorite part is the end. He's like, "Where did you even buy this? Like, where did you? Yeah, how did you even get a hold of this? <laughs> right. This kid is like, "Why are you taking my present?" And all the adults are like, "No." It was pretty funny. So it's. It's definitely something to consider that when you're, you know, when you're stoked that a new game is coming out, but you're thinking about like, oh, I want all this extra content. 
you know, just kind of keep that in mind, you know, of the toll it takes on developers and studios. I'm going to pull in squadrons. There are some. I'm going to pull in the idea. Of okay, squadrons. pull it in, bring it in. I'm just saying the idea is everyone already wants more, more maps, more ships, more everything. I can understand that though, because while squadrons is a $40 game, it shipped with a very nice campaign. The multiplayer is a little short on the short end. Uh, yes, I for forty dollars. It's a little bit on the short end. Six maps, six of all the assets they created for the game would have been super easy for them to add some additional maps. You know, very minimal effort because it's also space, and it's not like they have. You know, it's not like they're designing terrain and stuff. They just already have all these asteroid assets and things like that. So I definitely would have liked to see them do a few more maps, maybe in launch. But that's all I would really expect kind of after launch is maybe for them to post a few extra maps and stuff. They don't necessarily need to add any new ships because I can't even think of what they would add for ships. The only thing I could think of is maybe they add a uh, heroes like as you're flying around your ship, you earn some points and then like old Battlefront, like a like OG. Battlefront, where you're like fighting around, and it's all of a sudden it's like you've unlocked Darth Vader. You know, press enter yeah. to respawn within sixty seconds. Something like that would be super cool. So, but you know, did otherwise, you just say old school Battlefront? Like that's an old school. I have to distinguish it because they're both called Battlefront and Battlefront Two. It's just crazy because I don't. I think Battlefront just came out. That's why I'm saying that. Well, it did. But I'm talking like LucasArts Battlefront. I'm not talking EA Battlefront. Oh, I see. So that's why okay. I said old school Battlefront. Got because it, it. most of our people are only familiar with the new version. The new version's ass. And by the time it finally got to a, a playable state. Nobody cared they, anymore. Well, they ended development. So, yeah. But a lot of it, too, when you look at it, is you look at some of these companies that are making these live service games. And they are making the conscious decision to do this for profit reasons. Right. EA is the best example. You know, that, you know, and some uh, Paradox is also a great example uh, who makes City Skylines, who do all the grand strategy games, Stellaris. You know, those are live service games, but you pay for everything that you want in that. So some companies make the, the conscious decision to do live service and then they monetize it and they make a shit ton of money. Which, you know, I'm okay if you're going to do live service and you want to monetize it because it kind of pays for ongoing development costs. So is that like, that's, those are DLCs. Yeah, but my thing is, I don't want you taking shit that should have been in the game to begin with right. out to save it for a DLC. There's that, that pisses me off. There's that great like SpongeBob meme where it's like the Krabby Patty and... It's EA, it's EA, and then, you know, you buy, like, the bun, which is apparently the game, and then they charge you, like, $40 for a lettuce, you know, $30 for some tomato, and it's like, yeah, you get this game, but we have saved everything, and you have to now purchase it. Yeah. It's, or it's, if you're EA, you make a very question, you do a very questionable marketing system, and you paywall lock everything, and it really upsets the audience, so then your plan to sell everything for money ends up becoming giving away everything for free because you upset your community so much and you need people to buy your game. So 
just make the game. There's what just the this trend fuck? now it's, of you know, games headed. To, games are starting to become like movies almost, where it's like we want to release these absolute blockbuster titles that sell, you know, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of copies. And so they're spending a crap ton of money to make these. Yeah. I mean, it's a well, billion dollar getting, industry. Now Video we're getting games, games where they're spending tens of millions, over a hundred million dollars to develop this title, hoping to recoup the costs. So it's, the industry itself is in a weird position right now, and it seems like they're kind of trying to figure out how to how to proceed. Yeah, and it's hard for the community, I feel like, because as a community, we're all gamers. And so we all have that. It's it's a different type of people in general. And so. We hold things very dear, very near and dear to our hearts. We're nerds, right? These are the things that we latch on to. Uh, you know, John Marston, I latch on to that character. So if you do him wrong to me, you have done something very dear to my heart. So it is different in the film industry when someone makes a bad movie. You know, we, eh, you know, someone made a bad movie, they wasted a lot of money. They make a bad movie about John Marston, I might lose it, but you know. And it's, it's a different also, community. And it's and also so it's such kind of a, a weird very, evolution. Like, set community. And yes, there's there's a lot of players that are comfortable playing a wide variety of games. But then there's an even larger portion of players that are like, I only want to play this one type of game. And I won't play anything else, you know, so the gaming industry is is definitely tough. And it is hard to try and find a game that's like, well, I want to appeal to our hardcore fans that only want to play this one type of game, but we also want to make something that we can bring in all these other players and keep them playing, keep earning money so we can fund, you know, our next title. So it's it's weird, but we're definitely starting to see a lot more games make that decision to be like, we're going to make content and then that's going to be it. You know, there's not going to be, you know, anything else from software. From software is a great example of this. They make their yeah. games and then that's it. You know, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I love that. I mean, that's how it used to be. You would buy like Ratchet and, and I, Clank. Like you didn't get updates yeah. for Ratchet and, I and Clank. You know, you bought the game and that was it. That where they make it a definitive experience, but they they include something in there to give you some replayability. I do appreciate that too. It's not necessary, but it is definitely a nice touch. But uh, and then you got all these live service games that are just continuous things, which, you know, they have their place. Yeah, as a community, I feel like we are Agreed. starting to get and a we're little starting greedy. to the community is definitely starting to polarize, too, in terms of what it wants. Right. Yeah, there are definitely I don't know with more people getting into it, especially since COVID, uh, a lot more people are refinding themselves playing video games. You know, maybe they did when they were younger. And now they're, hey, you know, I'm going to go back to playing it. Or this is their first time really delving into the world. So you, I don't know, there there might be a difference between the people that have been playing for decades plus and the people that just started Well, another the last thing games months. have to think about Who now knows? is they they have to think about Twitch. They have to think about YouTube. People People are making videos about their game. People are making money off of playing their games. So they have to think, you know, hey, 
you know, if we want to keep our game popular and relevant, we need to do something about Twitch and YouTube to get them to continue to play it, which also continues to bring viewers and things like that. So that's something they're having having to factor in now, too. And, you know, while I enjoy transparency with studios, you know, them keeping us up to date on what's going on and all that stuff, you know, roadmaps aren't necessarily the best thing. They're a double-edged sword. They can help, but they can also hurt you. And we, yeah. go ahead. I, yeah. No, no, it's it's great. And mm -hmm. what, Cyberpunk has recently released their entire roadmap, which is insane. So I, yeah, it's nice to know that content is coming, but we don't need to know everything as soon as it comes out. And that goes back to what we've been talking about with E3 how it used to be once a year, you got your information and that was it. But now like we get trickled every, you know, oh, this is the new color yep. of the pants that this main yep. character is going to well, wear. Plus, it's like, why? Plus with these roadmaps, they're putting dates on everything. And while in these, not smart, smart because then when, you know, they can't meet those dates because of just normal development issues, people get pissed, people get upset. So it's like, you know, if we... And the problem is, is the developers are doing this to themselves. You know, they're the ones that right. are taking the initiative to be like hyping their games, trying to get them, you know, out there in front of players as much as possible years before it's even released. And then when we get to the finish line, they're pushing it back because they have things to fix or they're not ready. And it's like, hey, well, you did this to yourself. You know, we've been sitting we've been sitting here for yeah. years watching you post stuff. Yeah, if I didn't know about it, if you posted something a year ago versus seven years ago, I'm only going to be waiting for and it for about a year. And that's what I missed about old E3 is you sat down in June, you watched the game trailers, and you knew what was coming in the next year. Other than that, you didn't know crap unless it was published in like yeah. Game Informer, one of the few gaming magazines, or on a couple gaming websites. Yeah. But even then, most people didn't know crap. They just talked about what was going on currently. And even then, you know, once a game came out, you didn't know when DLC was coming out until like a month before they it was going to release and they would announce it. So I yeah. kind of which is great because I get excited and I only have a month and I'm like, Woo, there it so is. So I kind of wish we would go back to that point that, uh, yeah, you know, the community is the community is abusing all the information they're receiving. And the developers were only hurting themselves by giving so much information. So there's there's yeah. a fine line between transparency and between uh, setting uh, false expectations. And unfortunately, yeah. they they cross both of those all the time. So, but um, yeah, that was a good little discussion. Yeah. I know. Yeah, we we almost went on a full rant there. Not rant. It was a discussion. Oh, okay. Ranting would be far more heated. <laughs> Which is what we do when we turn Craig Belt off. Pretty much. So uh, there is no guest this week. We will have a guest on next week's episode. Uh, our guest will be Erasmus from uh, Written in Uncertainty. So we're looking forward to having him on the show. So check back again for next week's chat room. We're working on getting some more guests and some bigger guests. Uh, so if you have some people you would like for us to try and get on, you know, tag them on Twitter, tag them on Instagram, tag us, and we'll, you know, we can reach out. But uh, 
for the rest of the news. Assassin's Creed Valhalla has gone gold. Uh, they announced this past week that uh, it has completed development. It is beginning production and distribution. So very excited for that. Uh, it comes out like three weeks. Yeah, I was going to say it's like November 14th, right? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, very close. Very close. Additionally, they dropped a, a whole bunch of info about how the settlements will work in Valhalla and all the kinds of things you'll be able to do in them. So much customization. Good it, God. You get to place buildings. I love it. I can't, I could not be happier. I could not be happier from a video game that a series that I have loved near and dear. I love Assassin's Creed. I like the gameplay. I like the story elements and I like customization. And now you're letting me build my own settlement. Oh my goodness. Well, and I like that building your settlement will also help you progress in the game. So originally in Assassin's Creed, you travel around the world. There would be vendors, tailors, blacksmiths, things like that, where you buy your weapons, customize your character, all that. Now that's all going to be kind of restricted to your settlement makes sense uh, right but so you know they're kind of integrating this uh it's really similar to inquisition to dragon age yeah. inquisition where you you start out you finally get your own little castle area and then to progress or do things uh you can upgrade certain areas of it and have you know certain buildings and things like that depending on how your gameplay is so this i love that about Inquisition because it made it feel like your home. You became attached to the area because it was something that you cultivated. Yeah. And the other cool thing is, you know, everyone's settlement is going to be unique. People are going to make different choices to build different kinds of buildings. But not just that, the characters, the NPCs that will be in your village are randomized. So they're going to have, you know, different names, different genders, different looks. Uh, but they're all going to have their home within your village. They're going to have their own houses, their own jobs. So you'll be able to see and interact with these people and, uh, you know, maybe uh, take a few in the sack, if you know what I mean. I don't know. Some <laughs> Mass Effect affection going on there. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. Yeah, so we're very excited. And we'll be doing a, uh, we'll both be posting unboxing videos of the, Assassin's Creed Valhalla Collector's Edition, uh, when we receive those, we're hoping we get those close to, if not before release and not afterwards. But yeah, uh, that that'll, be, that'll be very exciting. We unfortunately couldn't get our hands on the cyberpunk ones. They went so fast. And I, you know, I could have pulled the trigger and gotten, I think, a PlayStation version, but it was still like, like 250 bucks. And I wasn't ready and into it. I feel like for my first pre-order of like a collector's edition, it was far too expensive. Now that I've already gone through, I haven't even received it yet. And I'm already thinking I'm a veteran. Either way, now that I've done it one time, I'm definitely going to do it again if there's another big title and I'll go for the big bucks. Fun fact. This is my second collector's edition I've purchased. I have only ever purchased one before. And I got it through GameStop way back when. Solid. And it was uh, a sat. It was not Assassin's Creed. It was uh, Star Wars, the Old Republic, uh, the MMO game. And I was super hyped for a new Star Wars game. I had my computer, you know, that I was finally gaming on. So I was like, oh, let's do it. And I would watch the trailer 
mega hyped. I got a badass statue of uh, Darth. Uh, what's his name? Sorry, uh, Old Republic enemy. Do you not have it? It's in my closet. <laughs> I don't have a place to put it right now. Um, good Lord, who's what's his name? Jameson, uh, get it together. Oh, uh, mm. man, angry man, make noises. It's not Darth Barris. It's something else. I feel like it starts with a P, but it's not. Jameson, I feel like you're the only one that cares about this. No, everybody else cares. You all have to sit here and listen to me find it. Unfortunately, he controls all of the recording software. So, yes, you do. Not really. You could you can continue talking about other subjects while I look about it. Um, OK, I guess I'll move nope, on. We're moving on. Nope, we're moving on. All <laughs> right. Uh, level five has halted all of their uh, North America studios, shut them down, closing them. Um, level five is responsible for making games like Nino Kuni and uh, Yokai Watch, their main studios based in Japan. So it's kind of not surprising that they're pulling out of the U.S. and um, kind of focusing on Japan just with everything going on in COVID and all that. Uh, and, you know, who knows what uh, what titles they have you know, coming next, so. Yeah, and I'm sure most of their games probably sold better in Japan anyways. The American market doesn't really embrace Japanese video games as much. There are a few big ones, but for the most part, the majority of the stuff they put out aren't really. I mean, Nino Kuni, to be fair, Nino Kuni did really well here in the U.S. So, but yes, generally most Japanese games, uh, not, I don't want to say struggle, but there's just not, a, they're just not as mainstream here in the U.S. Uh, additionally, with uh, not additionally, but unfortunately, Adobe is going to be ending all support of Flash and pulling it from the Internet soon. As a result, all of those beloved Flash games we used to play in the computer lab in middle school will be gone. And so Blue Maxima Flashpoint has created a offline archive of every Flash game or animation ever made. No. And good Lord, I need it so badly. Do you, is it, a, how do you get a hold of it? I think you just go to their site and you download it. That's fantastic. Because they're like, I used to go to, what is it, addictinggames.com? Addictinggames.com, Newgrounds, yeah. uh, Congregate. Uh, there were so many, I can't remember them all. I I had so much fun in those games. Some of them were so good. Like, I specifically remember one where you were on that, like, off-roading skateboard. It's like a... It's like a mountain bike version of a skateboard. And you oh, yeah, raced, yeah. And you raced. It was so good. They had like an RPG stick one that didn't make any sense, but you could buy cigarettes and live your life. It was nuts. There was uh, the, the stick, the stick man, hit man game yes. where you were like, it had like a little story and then you had to do like the sniper missions. Those were great. There was another one where it was like a stick man defense game and you would build up your little fort and then you would have different guns and you'd be looking sideways and watching as like stick people charge your fort and you had to shoot them. Uh, like God, so much I, good stuff. When I took my computer class, we had to do like an Adobe flash 
intro to like uh, whatever would be our business or whatever. And I did like a stick man sort of intro of him flipping around. I remember that project. I did like, I think I called mine like maze productions or something like that. So I added like a sound effect of some maze. Maze. (laughs) So I added like a sound effect. That's a, uh, I just knew the movie title and I'm now I'm blanking on it. I was just about to say it. It's Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, Grown Ups. Thank you. Grown Ups reference. That's uh, Rob Schneider's character. (laughs) Hey, guys. So good. The hot daughters, except for the one. Oh, man. Anyway. uh, Yeah, just so much fun stuff. There was one game on one of those sites that I really loved, and it was like a Viking-themed physics game. So it was all about... You would use your drag your mouse and you would make cuts through the ice and you had to go from blank space to blank space. So you couldn't just like cut, you know, in ice without being able to start somewhere. And so the goal was to cut the Viking who is frozen out of ice. So where the ice would slide or move down and land on the Viking ship and then he would like the ice would break and he would jump out. God, it was so much fun. And there be, you could add things like ropes so you could like click a rope on a different ice point, click a rope on the Viking ice point and then cut it. So then it would swing and then you could cut the rope. God, it was just. What a time. These are mobile alive. games now, you know that, right? They're not even the same. They're not even as good. But they're not as good, but these are mobile games now. Pretty much. But mobile games just they're just steaming trash. I, I love the ad. I can't remember which company did it but it was like we're all united by x and it was like all the x's on the controllers and and you know obviously in the keyboard and then for mobile gaming it was like an ad that had the x in the corner that's amazing right uh you know it's also amazing Fall nice. guys is getting a sonic the hedgehog skin that is actually amazing because it fits shockingly well does it? Because I can't go fast. The skin doesn't make me any faster. It doesn't, but also the idea that you're like trying to run as fast as you can, but you just can't. Your little waddly legs. It, it's it's it is glorious. It is glorious. It's definitely more of a Sanic skin than it is oh, a Sonic skin. It's definitely a Sanic skin. But uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Two is also currently free to keep on Steam. Uh, it's probably already passed. Uh, now but uh last week there was you know a couple days where you could get it for free which is uh pretty damn cool but they regularly do these nice little uh bundles of games like that like the Mega Man bundle the sonic bundle there's a couple other ones and those go on sale for pretty dang cheap Um, yeah older games you might as well and it's just one of those things where i'll buy that bundle because i like the title and i don't have it on pc and i say screw it even though i'm not really gonna play it but I just want it in my library. I'm a collector. <laughs> Sir, you are exempt from this. You got a problem. I am a collector. Uh-huh. A collector of never played games. Yes. You know what? I'm I'm confused and shocked by this though. So Ninja has signed with CAA, which is a uh talent representation agency for Hollywood. 
So apparently he's still quite serious about being a actor or voice actor, even though he has already renewed a multi-year streaming deal with Twitch. Like, I don't know how it's going to work for him. Like, unless he's doing voice acting, which he can do from home, as long as he sets up a little, you know, voice acting studio, which basically is just a microphone. And then he put a bunch of panels right around you so you can have no sound. So unless he's just going to do that, I don't know what else he plans to do because he's not going to be able to leave streaming for weeks, you know, days or weeks at a time. Because I'm sure that would violate his deal with Twitch that he probably has to stream a certain number of hours you know, to keep his deal alive. So I don't know maybe, what he's going to do. I mean, maybe he's planning on going like mobile streaming, like being able to bring something no. with him. No. He no. could he could easily bring a set, not easily. He could bring a setup with him and stream That's true. from somewhere. That's true. But if we know anything. I don't know how you would want to do that, though. If I just was on set for like 12 hours, I don't want to stream for another hours. stream. 12 hours they're on sometimes they're on set for like 20 hours well like, i know that i'm just saying they get called in at like 4 a.m and they don't call out or get out of makeup until like 10 or 12 and it's like okay now i have to go sleep yeah before i have to go in like good lord you know actors they do a great job they definitely go through a lot of abuse for that that money they earn but uh it's a hell of a lot of money all right i think i would probably go through it if i could right? exactly it's like you well, know and then like, the, you do that for a few months you don't have a regular like you don't have a nine to five you do that for a few months and then you don't have to do anything for a while you could honestly probably do like you wouldn't even need to do another one except for now that you have this taste for money you got to keep fueling it because you want more expensive stuff so you have to do more things it's like yeah you could just stop fair after point. the one anyways fair point if I was an actor, I would definitely only ever take projects I was super passionate about. And then I just kind of write it out. Like, I can't no, even I'd think. Hold myself out. Immediately. You can, do, you can do that now with OnlyFans. Yeah, but I wouldn't make as much money. So. Are you kidding me? Belle Delphine is making millions of dollars a month. I, I can't. I can't do it. I can't be that. I just don't have it in me. You can be that sexy fitness chick. Yeah, immediately. I just can't. I'd be laughing the whole time. So if you want to do a humiliation channel, I, I got that going. All right, we're on it. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, Watch Dogs Legions now recommends a RTX 380 to run the game on ultra settings. Holy what? cow. What? How? What? How? This is a game that has already been out as well. I was moving my foot around and I'm like, what the heck? Is my heel touching? I'm on like I'm on like wood. Hardwood. Yeah, it was a sock. Sir, Watch Dogs Legion can go suck a fat one. That game's gonna be garbage. I'm sorry. The first two were not good. Why are they making more? How is it going to be any better? Because they aren't showing us anything about it. That's for sure. I just don't understand how it comes from a fairly serious game, Watch Dogs, to now this Saints Row looking type. I don't I don't know. And I don't know how at the last minute it's going from a, you know, 
normal ultra settings to now RTX 380. Just because they want to seem cool. I don't, I, they didn't change anything. They're not going to change an engine right now. They're not going to render differently. And I can bet you that game is not going to look any better than Cyberpunk. Oh, no way. Cyberpunk is going to look a million times better. Exactly. So you can't tell me that recommending a 380 for their ultra settings. No, get out of here. Um, I saw this come across. This was posted somewhere. It's like these cool little like. Now, I don't know if I'd say if it's cool so much as creepy digital mask. Uh, but yeah. you, can, you can upload like these video expressions and emotes. Uh, but it's. Uh. It, I don't know what is going on here. It's like a full hazmat helmet. So it seems really ridiculous. It, it's, it's definitely a little much, but it's funny. I would definitely put some very inappropriate oh yeah are you kidding me also it's kind of weird that you can see that it's windows and it's just like a windows wallpaper (laughs) right so i yeah you can definitely see like the start button and and or the like search function and all the things you know on the taskbar which is a little odd yeah yeah also last week the latest edition of the iphone was announced the iphone 12 the iphone 12 pro and the iPhone 12 mini, uh, which will be Apple's first smartphones. Um, they look good. They look good. They're thinner. They'll have, they'll be the, the max version will be their largest phone yet. Uh, it's bigger than my 11 pro max. Uh, meanwhile, the 12 mini will actually be like the size of the iPhone four or five. I think that's crazy. So I know. So Honestly, I think this is going to be their best-selling phone because yeah. it's going it's going to cover everybody. Anybody right. that likes an Apple phone, there is something to like here about the 12. You don't like the bigger phones? You now have the mini. You can get a smaller one. And then if you like the really, really big phones, you got that You want a too. tablet? Go ahead and get a phone tablet because that makes sense. I, I like the big phones. I use my phone, phone for tablet. so much. I, huh? It's a phone tablet at that point. No, the 12 plus. Oh, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty dang big. You you were you were hurting for you were hurting for a second. What are you doing? Uh, (laughs) It is big, but it's not as big as something like Android makes. There are some massive Androids out there that are bigger than the iPhone. So. Um, But uh, yeah, but. It's yeah, the four and the five they're also with the, going back the flat to sides after iPhone they've been doing the curve style. so long. I mean, I like it. I like it. The reasoning behind it, yeah, yeah. the blue. The reasoning behind it was like uh, they needed to make too. some upgrades the to the antennas. Yeah. Uh, the iPhone XXXS, gosh, those were a lot of harsh letters for a microphone had really bad antennas and really bad battery life. Uh-huh. So they kind of fixed it with the the 11. But uh, in order to do 5G and really solve it, that's why they went kind of back for that. Uh, that. I, I like it. Yeah. You know, it was nice to grip. I, I had no problem with that style. Yeah, so. which one are you going to pick up? That gold looks great, too. It's like a plated gold. 
Uh, you know, I'd probably do gold. I'm kind of bougie like that. I like the blue. It's, it's if a, it's, it's nice. like a metallic blue, I, I'm a big fan. I wish they kept blue. the uh the green, but I kind of like I kind of like that they have now an exclusive color for oh, each generation because the, the blue looks good. Yeah. I have the slate, which is I love the you slate. Definitely go white definitely gray go type. It's like a gray. That's, that's your color. But which which version would you get? The the yeah, twelve, so the twelve pro or the twelve mini? Uh you know, I'd probably just go for the twelve. I like the well, size the 12, of my phone right the now. The twelve pro and I just would be roughly about the same the size. Regular. You would just get more battery life and faster processing power and stuff, which I've gotta say, the I have the eleven pro kicks ass excuse my language like isn't it isn't it there's a pro and there's a pro max it's bigger than the original but both the 11 and the 12 are Uh, a little bit bigger than your phone but they're not much bigger yeah yeah see this is this is probably the limit to which i would like a phone I, i have smaller hands so I do not have that you tiny have a hand. Thank you very much. They're very strong. I will smack I the have... crap out of you with my mittens. Smaller, smaller surface area, higher force increases pain. Let you know that. Yeah. Those, those massive really, mitts you feel like a pillow. A nice little pillow. Oh, let's fucking do it. Let's do it. Do we get to I'll pick slap where, we, where we land each slap? Done. You don't want me picking. I, I could pick other similar regions that would also elicit very strong reactions. Not if I had you bend over. It's in, this is inappropriate discussion line for a family-friendly <laughs> podcast, I'll have you know. This is true. If you want to hear more yeah, of this content, go ahead and watch up. our uh, plays. Uh, you That's know what's true. also wholesome? Luigi's Mansion so wholesome uh and it got a uh it got a prime day sale just in time for halloween so if you managed to pick it up good on you but uh that probably means they'll have a nice little black friday deal uh in november so keep an eye out for that you know what i don't love who doesn't love an island (laughs) i don't like it at all (laughs) not at all i want politics out of my video games especially a game like animal crossing i don't know why Uh, they're doing it so dirty why we don't need i i don't know either it's just they're trying to stay hip and young apparently aoc made a twitch account today and is looking for twitch streamers to join her in a among us stream Oh, okay. I, I don't like that politicians okay. are suddenly embracing video games I, after, you know, hunting us and hating on us for so long and calling us the scourge of humanity, blaming games for all the violence in the world. And then now they're like, video games are great. Salty man I over am here. salty. It's just, it's not like... Injustice on your it people. Is, and it, it's just... Uh, It's just not, it's just not cool. 
not cool at all. It no. So you're not going to go to Biden just, Island? I'm not going to get into politics. We're not going to do that. Uh, so Keanu Reeves, we've talked about this before. He has a very exclusive motorcycle company that makes custom bikes designed for each person. They're uh, Arch Motorcycle. Well, one of his designs will be featured now as a rideable motorcycle in Cyberpunk. How cool is that? As I... It's so great. Honestly, it is a it is. futuristic version of one of their I, current bikes. It will be called the Method 143. And it looks so cool. It's like super sleek. It's slate gray with some gold. And God, this game looks so freaking good. Oh, my God. I, I definitely feel like I'm going to be a motorcycle person in that game. What? Who? What else would you play it's like gta where you don't really want to have to like wait behind people and bike is yeah, small enough to I, get I mean, through things it's very interesting how they have him sitting on the bike is actually very anatomically correct it's well. just bikes just present a danger just because there's no protection from the outer shell of the vehicle that's the only issue right. but uh maybe they'll add some cool stuff like where you can jump off your bike and like stabby stab you know Oh, with your cybernetic yeah. arm. And or maybe arm. I have a samurai sword. You never know. Yeah, they have that melee sword yeah. thing. Uh, but speaking of cyberpunk, we also had Night City Wire episode four last week. And uh, it was pretty straightforward. It, they just kind of gave us a breakdown of some of the different styles you'll see in uh, cyberpunk, which we've kind of already had a look at before. There's... Uh, you know, the militarism, the Neo-Kirsch, the Kirsch, and uh, the Outlands one that I can't remember what it's called. So you got super ultra-modern, you got Hick, you got Street. And you have corporate, pretty much. Well, yeah, it's super ultra-modern. No, there is one that's super ultra-modern. There's one that is a modern street. That's Neo-Kirsch. Okay. Kirsch is street. Then they have the oh, they have the hick. It's not modern though. It's more like uh, if you ever seen Chappie and you see like South. If you think of Diant Word, yeah, that's so it's all of, yeah, it's all uh, it's urban. It's uh, cybernetics, and then the neo. Cardi B. I think of Cardi B. Yeah, that's where that street modern whatever. And so is. then the neo version of that is like a much more glamorified version, yeah. which is like that one singer that's a entirely cybernetic uh i can't remember her name now but uh it's looking super cool i'm probably gonna go neo or uh corporate you're going corporate i already know you're gonna go corporate i'm going for that like john wick style like suit like hitman you were you would nine out of ten times always go corporate i like money it's your style and I ha like having access to the latest and greatest tech. I like that junker stuff. Really? You're going to go the hick people? I don't know if I'm going to go hick. I might just go street. The utility. Like hick, hick is very utilitarian. It's not the actual name of it. But uh, <laughs> what we're calling it the Badlands area. Yeah. Very utilitarian. I mean, it's it is it is that one does have its appeal. I definitely don't like street. That's probably the, what I'll do. The Neo version of the street is something that I would do over that. Yeah. But yeah, you're definitely one for the streets. I grew up on them streets. 
uh moving along though marvel's avengers is uh they have delayed their uh next-gen console versions of the games i don't know why i don't care um, but uh apparently it has something to do with uh the falling player counts the massive amount of bugs and just general criticism of the end game content so they want to deliver an experience that shows what the game was meant to be so basically they want to make it fix it so they're going to redo the game so this is going to be a no man's sky situation it's what it's sounding like so and it sounded like the people who might already own it on the lower end versions might get kind of screwed out of it and it's going to sell for 70 bucks not gonna happen no what mm, okay we're not doing that again uh xbox uh phil spencer has stated that he believes they can recoup the 77.5 billion dollar cost to buy bethesda even without putting it on playstation i think that's 100 percent possible like the only the only answer to that is elder scrolls 6 People will and, do and the new Dragon Age, but yes, too. people will do Dragon Age isn't Bethesda. Bioware, EA. Oh my god, why do I do that every time? It's not like you do a video game podcast or anything. I don't. Uh, uh, anyway, Scrolls. <laughs> anyway, I I see no reason why Xbox will not be able to recoup this cost with. The next set of titles coming up, Starfield, Elder Scrolls, those alone will probably recoup the $7.5 billion. Yeah, I, I, I cannot wait. Oh my god, just thinking about all the things that are coming in games like Cyberpunk and like Valhalla, how great it is, and all these new features. And Skyrim was forever ago. That was like 2011. I... I love the universe. I love the gameplay. And I cannot wait for all the new features that people have been doing to come into this game in this world. I hope they make it better because what I Skyrim was great when it released. But when you look back at it now with everything that's available in games, it's you realize that Skyrim was actually pretty crap crap. Hey, you could say that about a PlayStation one game. Because, yeah, it's just what they had at but, the time. But even, no, but even looking back then, it came out alongside, like, Red Dead Redemption, GTA 4. Skyrim was empty. There was almost nothing in it. You're off your damn rocker. I will no. argue this to the... They had over 150 hours worth of caves. It was about a 10,000-hour playthrough. Get the F caves. out of here. Caves. But the world itself, empty. There was nothing that happened in the world from me going to point A to point B. I will fight you on this, but we got to continue. Yes. Well, you can fight me later when we do that <laughs> slapping. Slap contest. off. Yeah. Uh, so with that, we're going to go to our game releases. Last week, we had Torchlight 3, Werewolf, The Apocalypse, Heart of the Forest, Age of Empires 3, Definitive Edition, Airplane Mode, Alpaca Ball, All-Stars, Doodle God, Evolution, Hunting Simulator 2, Roki, and Ghost of Tsushima Legends Multiplayer Update. This week, we have Solasta, Crown of the Magister, Disc Room, Double Pug Switch, Hello Puppets, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Crown Tundra Expansion. I really need to get on the Switch game. 
yep. uh, the Red Lantern and Transformers Battlegrounds. That will do it for this week. Uh, like I said, keep check uh, check in. If you haven't, uh, subscribe to our email list on the website. You'll get a weekly email, kind of what's going on, what's been posted, uh, or just you know bookmark it. Bookmark the website, pop in you know once a week to see all the cool things we got on there. Uh, but really, drop a subscription on the YouTube. We on the YouTube. On the uh, YouTubes. I know. We're gonna start posting gameplay videos of variety of games but we have a very spicy spicy video coming uh it's got it's got some ups and downs the part one following the part two it actually got me hooked and i knew how it ended <laughs> i know right so that's there was definitely quite a few points where we we're like oh i don't i didn't remember that uh no because there, was, there there's quite a few drinks had uh and you know it's definitely it's definitely uh the download after dark that's for sure. So uh, check that out. Part one Upon coming this week. Upon release, we might have to make it exclusive to Patreon only. <laughs> uh, part one coming this week. Part two coming next week. So tune in for that. Uh, last of Us shout out. You know, thank you everybody for listening. You guys are all so awesome. It's uh, really cool seeing us on the charts, especially internationally. Uh, thank you to those who send us, you know, fan mail. It's always great to hear from you. You know, I'm sorry if we don't always respond to you on fan mail, but we will always, always, always talk about it on the show. So, you know, make sure you listen to these end portions. Same with reviews. If you leave reviews on, you know, Apple Podcasts, we will always, always, always read the review on the air. So we encourage you to do that. Keep spreading the word. Our numbers have been on the up and up, and it is awesome to see. So thank you guys very much. Uh, and to those who do support us on Patreon, thank you so much. Dr. Brandroid, Durka, Poolfire93, Miller, CyberShorty, Old Stray Dog, you guys are the best. Uh, we try and keep you guys on the uh, inside track with what's happening. What's uh, don't up? we have a nugget? We got a golden nugget, too. Golden nugget, what? We had someone else. Oh, T-Nugget. Yes, thank, thank you. you. I need to write... I need to. I haven't added Put him to the list. in there. T Nugget deserves to be seen. T Nugget's in. He's on. I because the problem. The problem is, is I copy and paste no, from the I last don't need one. To hear, I don't need to hear about it. T Nugget needs representation. T Nugget has representation. He joined our Discord now too. He's a good. He's a good guy. Oh, there it anyway. is You can find us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at DL Gaming News. On Instagram, we're at GooseCatProd. Uh, you can also follow us individually, which I highly recommend you do. We post all sorts of cool stuff on our personals, uh, as well as a lot of real life kind of what we're up to. Uh, you can follow me at DL underscore Jameson. And you can follow me at DL underscore Mother Goose. I was celebrating the other day. The Dodgers, so I had a little whiskey and cigar on there. Fantastic. Very nice. Very nice. But uh, that'll do it for this week. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. Oh.
Ahoy there, ye landlubbers. Avast, my name is Captain Logan, and I'll be your guide out on the Sea of Thieves. If you love the idea of stealing treasure, cutting down cursed skeletons, fighting off krakens, and raiding forts filled to the brim with shinies, then Sea of Thieves is the game for you. Join me each week as I dive into the news and bring back the nuggets of information that any sailor worth their weight in salt would desire. You don't have to be a pirate legend to gain access to my podcast. Just search for Keelhauled, a Sea of Thieves podcast in your podcast app of choice or head over to robotsradio.net or captainlogan.podbeam.com and get ready to set sail for adventure. My name is Brian Burton. It's been 26 years since the bombs fell. And since I've left the vault, I've been trying to rebuild. This isn't the Appalachia that I remember. There's so much more to everything going on. And I promise to find the answer. So if you're out there, if you're listening, just hone in on these coordinates. Remember, there's a place for you at the end. Omega. The Omega Broadcast Fallout Story is available on iTunes, Spotify, and many great podcasting sources.